Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Today is Tuesday, January 12th. What to know today about the FBI's memo to law enforcement agencies all across the country warning of more threats that could impact every state and why at least a dozen Capitol Police officers are now under investigation. Also an update as House Democrats take the first formal step to impeach President Trump, what we're hearing from Republicans about it so far. Plus, why an NFL coach turned down a rare lifetime honor. Which phrase Facebook is now banning? And remember the short-lived Quibi app? Well, we'll tell you who's taking over all their shows. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. Law enforcement agencies in every state around the country are now preparing for a potential uprising by some of President Trump's supporters who believe the election was stolen from him. ABC News and other news outlets got a hold of a memo sent from the FBI to state and local law enforcement agencies meant to warn them about possible armed protests at all 50 state capitals and telling them to boost security. The FBI, with the help of other federal agencies, believe the threats are being organized and promoted by far-right extremist groups, as well as on social media. And just like we saw with the riot at the U.S. Capitol last week, FBI agents say there's talk of storming local and state offices. The same memo says there are threats of a, quote, huge uprising if President Trump is removed from office before Inauguration Day. The FBI is also tracking threats to hurt President-elect Joe Biden, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Federal officials made it clear, though, they're focused on investigating and stopping people who are inciting violence. They're not worried about any peaceful protests. The FBI thinks protests are set to start this Saturday and will likely continue through at least Inauguration Day, January 20th. That's not to say every protest will become violent, but the FBI does want local, state and federal law enforcement to be ready just in case. Plans are also coming together to beef up security at President-elect Biden's inauguration ceremony. The Secret Service agent leading the security effort at the event called it a zero-fail mission, meaning there's no room for error. He says there's going to be a network of fencing and vehicle checkpoints around the Capitol. Also, the Pentagon authorized up to 15,000 National Guard members for that event. For comparison, there were 340 D.C. National Guard members activated before the riot last Wednesday. Another thing that could help on Inauguration Day on January 20th President Trump declared a preemptive emergency in Washington, D.C. that will help local officials quickly pull from federal resources if needed. As for President-elect Biden, he said he's not afraid to take his oath of office outside the Capitol. His inaugural committee announced the theme of the event would be America United. House Democrats are moving forward with an effort to impeach President Trump for the second time. Lawmakers introduced the impeachment article yesterday charging President Trump with incitement of insurrection. You've probably heard that word insurrection a lot lately. So to be very clear, its definition is a violent uprising against an authority or government. The House will vote on impeaching him tomorrow. So far, it's clear at least most Democrats are voting for impeachment. More than 200 of them signed on as co-sponsors. But as The Wall Street Journal puts it, Republican support is tepid. 
even though many Republicans have condemned the president for his comments at the rally last week. Only a handful of Republicans have actually shown support for impeaching or trying to remove him from office. Many are calling it a partisan effort to do that that will only make the country more tense and more divided. Still, Democrats have the majority in the House, so they are expected to have enough votes to impeach. The tougher task, just like last time, would be convicting in the Senate. That chamber is pretty evenly split right now between Democrats and Republicans, and a conviction requires a two-thirds majority vote. But as we've mentioned, that's not the only way Democrats are trying to get President Trump out of office early. Today, House lawmakers are voting on a resolution meant to persuade Vice President Mike Pence to use the 25th Amendment that would let Pence take over for Trump until President-elect Biden takes office. But keep in mind, to go that route, the vice president and most of Trump's cabinet would have to sign off. And at this point, it still seems unlikely. The president and vice president actually met in the Oval Office yesterday, and senior administration officials say they had a good conversation and agreed to continue their work for the remainder of the term. Meanwhile, President Trump has not said anything publicly yet about the efforts to remove him from office or the calls for him to resign. And today, he's shifting gears, talking about immigration. The White House says he's traveling to Texas to highlight the work on the U.S.-Mexico border wall. To be continued. At least two U.S. Capitol police officers are now suspended for their actions during last week's Capitol invasion. Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan told reporters one is an officer who took a selfie with rioters. He says another put on a Make America Great Again hat and apparently directed people into the building. Authorities say at least 10 more Capitol Police officers are under investigation over how they handled the mob. Already the three top security roles for Congress, the House and Senate Sergeant at Arms, as well as the Capitol Police Chief, have resigned in the face of intense scrutiny over the response. And now the outgoing Capitol Police Chief told The Washington Post this week He did ask for permission to get the National Guard on standby two days earlier, but his supervisors had denied it. Either way, Yogananda Pittman is now stepping in as the acting police chief. She's the first woman and first black American to ever lead the Capitol Police Department. Also of note, another one of President Trump's cabinet members is quitting early. Acting Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf resigned yesterday, but it's not clear if the attack on the U.S. Capitol had anything to do with it. The current FEMA administrator will take over for now. All right, we have more news coming up, but first, a quick break for our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by 1010. You may have read about this in the New York Times or Forbes, and we're excited to tell you about it. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. And when they're gone, they're gone. We all know that the diamond engagement ring is iconic. It's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people. And with 1010, it's been beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds. If you're making 2021 plans or on the hunt for the perfect ring to wear forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. Again, this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. Now back to the news. The NBA is trying to figure out the safest way to move forward with this basketball season. Two more games were postponed yesterday, making that four games so far this season that had to be rescheduled due to COVID-19. And the season just started three weeks ago. So the team's general managers all met with the National Basketball Players Association, 
Sources told ESPN they talked about tightening the rules around mask wearing and restaurant dining. They're also thinking about adjusting the length of practices and changing rules about socializing on the court. Nothing was made official, though. Overall, dozens of NBA players have come down with COVID-19. And many more have been added to injury lists because they may have been exposed to someone who tested positive. So the problem some teams are running into is when one player tests positive, almost no one can play. At this point, the NBA says it has no plans to pause the full season. The coach of the NFL's New England Patriots turned down the nation's highest civilian honor. Bill Belichick announced he will not be accepting the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And yes, his decision had to do with riots at the Capitol last week. Belichick made the announcement last night in a one-paragraph statement. It said, quote, Above all, I am an American citizen with great reverence for our nation's values, freedom, and democracy. It went on to say, quote, Remaining true to the people, team, and country I love outweigh the benefits of any individual award. Belichick never mentioned President Trump by name in the statement, but in the past, he has spoken about having a personal friendship with the president. The coach just finished his 46th season in the NFL. He has led the Patriots to six Super Bowl championships, tying an all-time record for the most wins in history. Social networks like Facebook and Twitter keep cracking down on misinformation they say could spark more violent protests ahead of the inauguration. First up, Facebook banned the phrase, stop the steal. People have been using that phrase to suggest the election was stolen from President Trump. But since state election officials, the Justice Department and more have said there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud, Facebook is no longer letting users talk about it on their platform. Over at Twitter, company leaders say they removed more than 70,000 accounts since Friday that spread the QAnon conspiracy theory. Remember, QAnon claims President Trump is a secret warrior against an alleged child trafficking ring. The FBI has debunked the theory, but a lot of people have been sharing it anyway, and many rioters at the Capitol last week were wearing shirts or holding signs with the QAnon logo on them. That's why Twitter said it needed to do another sweep. Amazon also started removing QAnon products from its platform yesterday. The company says it will likely take a few days. By the way, Parler is now suing Amazon for cutting off its web presence. Remember, Parler is the social media company that calls itself less restrictive and all about allowing free speech. But both Google and Apple had taken it off its app stores and Amazon took it off its web hosting service, saying Parler allows too many posts that encourage violence and crime. So now Parler argues Amazon's decision was all about politics and says in the lawsuit that the company broke its contract when it took Parler offline. To be continued. The streaming company Roku is about to get a ton of new content thanks to the failed Quibi app. Remember, Quibi stood for Quick Bites and was all about short content on your phone. Well, it went belly up last year, only six months after it launched. As a result, Quibi's star-studded content was sort of left without a home. Not anymore, though. The Wall Street Journal reports Roku bought most of Quibi's library for less than $100 million. And that's less than 6% of the $1.75 billion Quibi raised to get started. Now, this means Roku is getting a slate of shows and documentaries that include stars like Idris Elba, Liam Hemsworth, Anna Kendrick, and Chrissy Teigen. The new shows are set to go live later this year, and they'll reportedly be free to watch with ads on the Roku channel. And that's it for the main news today, but now it's time for Trivia Tuesday, when we ask a different trivia question every week. But first, thanks to our sponsor, Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company for people who are ready to step up their skincare. Whether it's dealing with acne or other skincare goals, like getting rid of redness, wrinkles, or dark spots, you simply fill out a questionnaire, set in some makeup-free selfies, and then you'll get treated right away. And your medications are quickly delivered right to your door. 
And yes, Apostrophe offers both topical and oral medications, depending on what's needed for your personalized plan. So I did this mostly as a preventative measure. Then the dermatologist even noticed some things I wasn't aware of. And when I had questions, she got back to me quickly with all the answers. And right now, you can get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash newsworthy and use our code newsworthy. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash newsworthy, click begin visit, then use the code newsworthy at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E, apostrophe.com slash newsworthy and use the code newsworthy to get your dermatology visit for $15 off. Okay, now back to Trivia Tuesday. And today's trivia question is, what is the oldest active volcano on Earth? You can answer this week's question in our quiz posted to Instagram stories. So find and follow us on Instagram at NewsworthyPod to play along. As for last week's trivia question, in what cartoon did Mickey Mouse make his public debut? The answer is... Steamboat Willie. The movie was released to the public in 1928, and in it, both Mickey and Minnie Mouse shared their debut together. Of course, to this day, they're both some of the world's most recognizable fictional characters. But get this, Mickey almost never came to be. He was actually created to replace a different character called Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Disney lost the rights to Oswald in a dispute with Universal. So instead, it created Mickey. Shout out to Crystal, Melissa, Nick, Avia, and everyone who played along on Instagram. All right, thanks again for making the Newsworthy part of your daily routine. We'll be back with more news to know tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.